Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, man? Welcome in another edition of Cash Do with Chris, the NBA betting podcast slash show. Man, we got a lot to talk about. Today's November 11th. The podcast, as always, is presented by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. And um, honestly, I don't know where I really want to start, man. Let's, I guess let's start like we always do. Let's go back to, um, let's go back to yesterday, man. <laughs> I gave out a play on the show yesterday and then I went ghost last night. Uh, after I did the podcast last night, the cash, to, uh, the NBA crispy captain show, I felt real bad. I um, showered, didn't even eat last night and went straight to sleep. Um, I watched the first half of the game or the Wizards game uh, versus the Dallas Mavericks. And you could kind of tell that, you know, missing that superstar, Dallas was kind of playing with their food last night. And uh, they, they covered the first half. So I talked about taking the first half as well. Um, but the main play was the minus three, minus three and a half. No way they should have lost that game last night. Um, honestly, if I'm if I'm being perfectly honest with you guys, like I said, I fell asleep, so I didn't watch the second half. But that was a... That was a abysmal performance, man. Allowing Kuzma to go for 36. Shout out to uh to to Mr. Uh Vontae Bumbaye, though. He did come in and say that that line was a little fishy last night. Uh, you know, with Porzingis being ruled out, Bill not already already not being there, and that line only went to five and a half, five. So I do understand that. That's that's really, really weird to me. But um, you know, that that that, that play didn't hit, of course. So um Yet another right spot, right side. Uh, play doesn't hit, though. Dallas looks like trash on the second night of a back-to-back um, in a spot that they typically bounce back in. I told you guys yesterday morning, <clears throat> Dallas off a previous loss was 26-15, and 15, I think, or 26-12-1 and 12 and 1 or something like that, covering at a 62% hit after a loss, and then you go play a team without both of their superstars. You have to show up. You have to perform in that spot. Um, that's that, I mean, it's uncalled for like, but you're going to have those losses, you know, like, I just feel like I'm, like I said yesterday on the, on the pod, I'm, you know, just always on the wrong side, it seems, but you know, we, we're going to stay the course. We're going to stay the course. We'll get all that money back and more. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that if not, I would have quit a long time ago. So I always say, man, manage your unit size. Don't overexert yourself too much. Um, because there will be times when, you know, the un the unknown or the the hard to explain happens, right? So uh and that's what we saw. That's what we saw last night for sure. Um going back, just looking at all the games. I think uh let's see. I um I don't wanna I woke up this morning, like I said, I fell asleep last night on that on that game early. But I wanna say um I don't know if Philly uh end up if Atlanta uh, end up closing as dogs last night, but every dog covered last night. And I, I told you guys I couldn't lay that 10 with Miami. <laughs> Miami's not good enough to lay 10 with, even if Charlotte was on the second night of a back-to-back. And then, uh, you know, Portland goes in, and I had a real strong lean to the under in that game. New Orleans scores 95 points, and Portland covers. So every dog covered last night if Atlanta, um, you know, closed as as uh, as the dog because uh, – and I'm not sure if they did or they didn't, but, um, you know, Atlanta held Philly to, to 95 points. And I, I talked about that on the show as well. So three plays I didn't give out. I didn't play them either, but I told you guys yesterday looking towards Atlanta on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, the rest advantage is not that big this year. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to it or not. The rest advantage is not as big as it was last year. Maybe it'll start to set in as the season goes on, but I think these teams are – I think they're playing um, – 
they're they're uh they're not as affect, affected as much you know with the rest disadvantage or playing on the second night of a back-to-back um of course i feel like portland and new orleans was uh you know that game didn't even get to 200 points but um you know charlotte nah like they was cool with it they 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 did what they were supposed to do took that game into overtime and on end up losing by five covering the 10 the 10 point spread 10 and a half point spread same thing with atlanta atlanta playing on the second night of a back-to-back they beat philly uh of course philly doesn't have james harden and i thought they'd come back down to earth and they did as well um but yeah let's let's uh let's let's we all we 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 want all i like the the reason why i go back and talk about yesterday's games because we do have to learn from our mistakes we do have to learn from from the past so that we can apply what we've seen if it's applicable to you know today's picks tomorrow picks whatever the case might be so that's why i like to you know kind of go back and talk about you know what happened in the past but uh what y'all on in the chat, man? What up, Casey? Uh, Markel, uh, Tunde, what's going on, my brother? Uh, Bitsy, what's going on? What's going on? Anthony, what's up, bro? Mavs hurt me last night, too, my brother. I mean, I think they hurt us all. I think the Mavs hurt everybody yesterday. It was the right side. And I, and I always say, you know, it helps you sleep better at night. I was already asleep, but, you know, <laughs> it helps, helps you sleep better at night when you know you're on, at least you're on the right side. Uh, LJ said, what's up, Chris? Uh, Cash your Fridays, Denver first quarter. Uh, Memphis first quarter early looks. Yeah, we're gonna talk about them. We got a seven game slate today, and uh, I actually love the card today. I didn't get a chance to fully break it down, so of course, as I always say, tap back in with me at five fifteen for the you know for the crispy captain show. We'll have a lot more lines, a lot more props available. Uh, we don't have you know a lot of that stuff right now, but let's get into today's card, man. We we do. Kuzma wasn't his bag. Thirty six point game from Kuzma. Boy, looked like you need to start the franchise around him last night. Shout out to my guy Kuzma, man. Uh, I wish he was still in LA because we could we could use him right now. Kuzma Kuzma was in his bag last night, man. But I do think uh, you know the Mavs just they didn't they weren't playing any kind of defense. Dallas, uh, shout, shout out to uh, Coach Wes Unsell uh, for the Wizards because the boy the, the man put him in a zone defense last night, and uh, you know you you just see Luca not had the greatest game. Um, it, it, you know I don't want to talk about that. Let's move forward, man. Um, Maz legs were shot in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to play around with teams like that. You want to bury them early so you don't even have to worry about it. Uh, yeah, um, Terry said, good morning, bro. I always check in with, with you sometimes. I think you uh, just got to go a little uh, – I think you just go a little uh, too hard with the numbers instead of the face value or the matchup sometimes. Uh, I think I disagree with that, bro. I do uh, – I think I try to do, a you know, a nice job of, um, you know, uh, it's not just face value, it's watching the games. And then, you know, if the numbers correlate to that, then that's what I'm doing. But I'm taking Dallas off a of loss pretty much every single time. Uh, that's just, you know, that's a trend that I watch. And that's, you know, me watching them play. Uh, I'm not taking the Wizards to uh, cover without Bradley Bill and Porzingis. Also, it was the Wizards' first time winning the game on the second uh, after winning the game after a win, too. I talked about that, that yesterday as well. The Wizards were 0-3-1. Um, or 0 3 and 2, I think, coming off a win because the Wizards had already beat Charlotte. So, um, yeah, I'm not taking the Wizards to win back to back games. And, and if I lose on that, I'm, <laughs> I'm cool with it. Uh, that's a trend I'm looking to looking to fade, uh, uh, every single time. So, uh, that's that. But let's get into today's game. I had, to, I think I bought the banner up. Um, we got a, we got seven games, but I want to go to, uh, Let's go to this Nuggets game first. So Suns and the Magic, uh, Chris Paul injury, um, Bontrell is also on the injury list. So I didn't, I didn't want to add that game. Um, 
I do think that the Suns are laying too many points, but um, you know, we we'll discuss that one later as we get more information. Uh, and then you know, it takes us to the next game. So this Nuggets and Celtics game, Nuggets are um, they actually open as uh, five point favorites. I'm sorry, five point dogs in this one. So um, let me just make sure. So it's it's come down to four four and a half, and I like I think I, I think I'd agree with that total on this one. Open at two thirty three and a half. It's down to two thirty one now. Two thirty one, two thirty one and a half. I see a two thirty two. So some money's coming in on the under as well. Um, so for the Nuggets, right? They're coming off uh, a come from behind win against the uh, Indiana Pacers. They were down in that game, um, and uh, they're two and zero straight up, but zero and two on their current zero uh, and two ATS on their current four game road trip. So they they still got more games to play. Um, this will only be the second time that the Denver Nuggets are um, a dog this year. Uh, the last time they were a dog was against the Golden State Warriors on the second game of the season, and they uh, not only did they win and cover and win that game straight. Uh, not only did they cover in that game as a dog, but they won that game as a dog, and it and that game went over as well. Um, but the Celtics, on the opposite side, they come in off the off a win uh, versus the Pistons. This will be their first game of a back to back. They travel to Detroit tomorrow, and interestingly enough. Uh, you know, the Celtics, when they're laying more than four and a half points this season, they're just two and four against the spread. So I do feel like this could be a negative spot. Um, also, you add in that Brogdon's hurt and these teams like to get up and go. I mean, I know people know this already, but, uh, you know, the Celtics, they, they, they're they the best offensive team in the, in the league. If you if you look at offensive rating throughout the whole season, Denver's right behind them. They're fifth. Uh, but then when you go in and you break it down, looking at the last five games, Boston ranks second, Denver ranks third, Boston ranks 15th defensively, and, and Denver ranks 14th defensively. So two evenly matched teams, I feel like four and a half points is too much for me to lay with Boston. Um, and Denver typically plays better on the road. Also, big double revenge game for Denver as well. Uh, last year when these two teams played, we know that Jokic was there. But he didn't have his boys with him. Jamal Murray wasn't there. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. wasn't there. This year he has his guys with him. Uh, so double revenge game for Denver as well. Boston beat them twice last year. They beat them in Boston. They beat them in Denver as well. Um, so, you know, early lean for me would be Denver plus the four and a half points. But I haven't played that one yet. I do kind of like Denver. What y'all think about that in the chat? What y'all got? Uh why the Bucks spread only one against the Spurs? Suspicious. Uh, that's because Drew Holiday and Giannis already got ruled out, Casey. Them boys both out already tonight. Um, so, you know, uh, the Spurs can score. We saw the Spurs just just keep up with Memphis the other day and take take them into overtime. So, um, you know, when the Spurs are healthy, they, you know, Co- Coach Popovich been kind of teetering with that lineup. And, uh, you know, Devin Vassell and Keldon Johnson and uh, – you know, uh, Collins, those guys have missed time already. So when they're, when they're the full squad, though, the, the Spurs can score. They're not playing no defense, but they can score the ball um, and they can keep up with you. And when you think about taking the Bucks, you you definitely want to have Giannis in. You want to have Drew Holiday in because those guys are the ones that lead the offense. So, uh, yeah, um, I think that's why uh, it's going to be. I think it'll be a little difficult for the Bucks to score the ball today, not having their two, uh, you know, well, three, they're three best players. Uh, of course, Chris Middleton hasn't played yet either. So I think that's the reason for that, KC. Uh, Remy said Dallas and Boston, then they're two to, two to the uh, 
than their best two off a loss. Yeah, yeah, I got to look into that. Uh, Boogie said, sweep yesterday, 4-0 in the spaces. Be back today. My guy, my guy. Appreciate that, Boogie. Boogie said, you like the under. Marcus Smart assist prop is cashing six plus uh, seven out of the last nine games. I like that look, LJ. He actually on my short list, too. Marcus Smart going, uh, getting his assist, especially in a fast-paced game. Denver likes to get up and down the floor. We know Boston does as well. Uh, both of these teams average more than 30 points in the first quarter. Uh, these are, you know, the, the first quarter cash cows. I like that look. I was, we don't have lines, of course, for it, but that's one way I was looking in this game was first quarter, first half, uh, you know, probably uh, game total over. Whatever we get that line sitting at, probably about 120. Um, I like that. I like the pace. Um, I think teams come out. I think they score early. I think both teams push the pace. Uh, not looking for a lot of defense in this game at all. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, like I said, I take the points with, with Denver. Uh, I got to look a little more into that, but I'll take, probably take the points with Denver. Uh, seems like a, a winnable game for them, um, on the East coast. Uh, Markel said, maybe we can, uh, maybe we, uh, can, I think it's get a better price on Bobby Portis, double, double. I'm off Bobby, bro, but Bobby probably bounced back today. I'm off of him though. Zachariah said MPJ props, uh, is a look. His stuff was uh, stolen out of his hotel. He wants to get it back. Oh, I didn't even know that. I got to look into that. Markel said Joker over uh, rebounds. I can see that. Sosa, my guy. What's up, Sosa? Sosa said Denver plays no defense. Take the over. Yeah, that's what I was looking at, Sosa. It's coming down, which I actually like a lot, too. Uh, Brogdon got ruled out, of course, but that, I mean, it's not going to stop anything. It's Friday, too. We know Friday crazy stuff happens. So if this game got to 130 to 130, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, Remy said smart and Brown should slow down, uh, uh, mall and, uh, MPJ. I expect Joker to have his way on the boards though. I do too. Uh, looking at the Joker, um, probably taking his points and rebounds together. He could get the assist, but, uh, you know, his whole, uh, PRA probably gonna cash for real. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate y'all in the game. I appreciate y'all in the chat. Uh, let me get back to, let me get back to one more game. I want to talk about real quick. Cause we had the 15 minute mark. So let's go, let's go to, uh, I think this is the last game of the season. I think uh, so. Before I skip over it, Pistons played the Knicks tonight. Marvin Bagley, uh, the third, is questionable to make his return. I think it'll be his first game of the season. That's big. Uh, I've been talking about his defensive impact for the Pistons. Uh, the Knicks have got smacked up uh, at the. Uh, at, uh, I wouldn't say at the crib. They weren't at the crib. They were in Brooklyn, but you know, right up the street from the crib. And, but but Cade is listed as questionable. So, um, you know, the, the Pistons have looked terrible, especially on the road this year. Uh, I think they already got a loss to the Knicks. Um, and then they play Detroit. Um, I'm sorry. They they play in Detroit against the Celtics tomorrow. So uh, not not really looking to cap that one too much. The Knicks should be able to get right spot after getting embarrassed by, by Brooklyn the other day. But we all know how that's going to go. I would be look, probably looking at um, – probably looking at uh, – um, what's the kid name? Um, Jalen Brunson props in that game. Pistons don't stop anybody. I like Brunson in that game, of course. Uh, Bucks and the Spurs, Drew Holiday and Giannis out. Let's skip that one. Raptors in the Thunder. Uh, Raptors keep getting, they, I mean, the injury list is just, you know, it's piling up. Siakam's out. Kim Birch is out. Um, uh, Baisley's out for the Thunder. Um, but I still would look towards the Raptors, look towards the under in that one. Total is at 220 and a half. If the Raptors come in the game, it's going to be with their defense and not so much their offense. Um, and then Coloco, you got to look at his rebounds, especially against the Thunder. 
Uh, he's been the the big that's getting a lot of minutes that Nick Nurse has, uh, you know, grown a trust so far this season. Um, but yeah, let's go to this Cavs and Warriors games, man. So this this get this the spread actually opened at three in favor of the Cavs. Uh, I'm sorry, in favor of Golden State. Uh, it's since come down to one and a half. So you guys see the three on the on the board. It's come down to one and a half. The total was at two thirty. It's come down to two twenty eight and a half, two twenty nine. I see. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I would agree. I would agree, man. So look at looking at this game. You get the Cavs. They're coming into this game off back to back losses. They lost. They so they beat the Lakers. They lose to the Clippers on a game that I call incorrectly that they should have won. And then they go to Sacramento, which is right up the street, and they lose to Sacramento. And, you know, just very uncharacteristic, uh, you know, def especially defensively. The defense that looked really, really good when they were on the East Coast, they go out West and forget how to play defense. They even had to flip that switch against the Lakers in the second half because they were losing to the Lakers at halftime as well. I don't know if you guys remember that. This is a spot that I feel like I'm going to be all over today. So injury-wise, uh, Dante DiVincenzo is probable. He's he's uh, uh, projected to, to play tonight. Um, it'll be his first game in a very, very long time. But looking at this game, man, like Coach JB Bickerstaff is a leader of men. I love him as a motivator to get his team right. And he chastised his guys, man. If you go and, and you know, you read the articles, he is really, really hard on his players and, you know, them not playing, uh, you know, a certain brand of what he calls the Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. He said that they play arrogant. He chastised them for it. Um, the Warriors probably feeling themselves. They, they, the Warriors are not that good right now. I know that they got a win coming back off that uh, five-game East Coast trip. They shouldn't have won that game because uh, I wouldn't say they shouldn't have won, but <clears throat> it should have at least went to overtime because uh, Kevin Herter was fouled on that three-pointer, and you know the league came out and said it after they did the the, the last two-minute review report review, whatever you want to call it. Um, that Kevin Herter was fouled on that last three-point attempt by Clay Thompson. They didn't call it. So, uh, yeah, all those things considered, give me the Cavs, man. I think I'm going to take the Cavs. I haven't done it yet. Reading the quotes from J.B. Bickerstaff, this is what the dude said. He said, uh, you know, he said, we've got to we've got to get – we've gotten to this habit, and it's my responsibility to be better um, of allowing players to just – play freely to start the game and then to think that we're going to turn it around in the second half that's arrogant basketball you can't survive in the nba playing that way if you want to be a good basketball team we need to if we want to be a good basketball team we need to remember who we are and we need to play cavaliers basketball bickerstaff said not hero ball not my turn not uh selfishly uh not selfish defensively uh not not executing the game plan if we don't do uh those things We'll have nights like tonight. We were a, a disappointing basketball team. There's no way around it. We need to be on the field. We, we need to be held accountable for it. Then Donovan Mitchell quote. He said, you saw it in the third, Donovan Mitchell said, after scoring a, a game-high 38 points. We have done it on many occasions. Disappointing that we don't start off the same way as a collective group. We can't start off the game that way. Teams are too talented. We can't come out and expect to just turn it on. That's not how you want to respond after losing a game. Really on us to make that effort as a group has nothing to do with the offense. It's just our defense. So, you know, I like to look into the quotes. I like to find the motivation. And I think the Warriors coming off a win, the Cavs coming off two straight losses. I'm looking at the Cavs early, first quarter, first half. We know that Golden State is a really good third quarter team. I would be looking at taking the Cavs first quarter 
first half. I also think the game goes under, which is why the total is starting to trickle under 229 as, as well. We know that the Cavs can score. We know that the Golden State Warriors can score, especially in their in their gym, that new arena that they have. But I would still be looking towards the under. I think the safer play is take the Cavs first first quarter, first half. You can get them probably plus the points, plus a half a point, plus, you know, one and a half. But I think the Cavs respond well to what Coach J.B. Bickerstaff said. What you guys think about that in the chat? Uh, Sosa said Warriors don't care right now. Garland, Garland assist prop. Warriors give up most assists to point guards. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, let's see. Let's see. Patrick said, oh, Boogie said, I see a playoff style game. Those East and West teams who don't get to play each other often and both uh, teams uh, usually get a competitive game. I could see that, but I think it goes over, though. Uh, if we talking about that Denver and Boston game, love uh, smart assist. Jalen Brown got got the hot hand. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum be going back and forth, man. Like I I talk about it, you know, all the time in 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 the evening show. Like whoever had the bad game last game typically goes off the next game. It's almost like they go back and forth. KC said Precious Ochoa is out. Yeah, this this guy is hurt as well. Another guy added to the injury report. I saw him limp off and go to the tunnel. Um, what time the show starts? So, so this show starts at 7 a.m., of course. And then the evening show starts at 5.15 Eastern time every single day. But back to what, what Sosa was saying, Warriors don't care right now. I think they care, Sosa. I just think that they they don't necessarily – they don't – like, they don't have to win. They're trying to figure it out. Like, you know, we we, we saw the quotes last week about um, Coach Kerr saying he was going to experiment with the lineup. I just feel like the Cavs can come out here and crush the Warriors tonight. I think they crush them, and I, I especially like it early. We know what the Warriors do in the third quarter. Um, Warriors going to win. Sosa said that. Yeah, zone. That's a crazy, crazy, crazy way that Dallas, uh, bro, you know, smacked, uh, just just gave everybody money away last night to the war to the uh, to the um, Washington Wizards. Friday at the crib, Cleveland on the top. On the last game of a road trip, they ready to go back home. I think they're more ready to respond, though. I think they're more ready to respond before they get back to the road trip. It's a big, like, test game, too, I think. So, so you know, getting the defending champs, you want to see how you measure up to, you know, to them as well. I mean, they're a team who doesn't care about seeding at all. Yeah, they don't care about seeding. They just want to make it to the playoffs. They don't, I mean, you know, I, overall, yeah, they just try and get there. They try and get to the dance, and then they'll, they'll figure out what dance they want to do when they get there. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley should kill. No, uh, I'm definitely on the Warriors' second half. Um, they're trying to get the young three guys, uh, the young guys, three years experience more in 40 games. Yeah, I could see that too, Patrick. But <coughs> that's how I'm looking, man. Nothing officially locked in, but give me that. Give me, uh, you know, I'm gonna be looking hard at the Cavs' first quarter, first half in this game to at least set a, you know, set the tone defensively. Uh, against a Golden State Warriors team that has struggled. I think they've given up the most points and most rebounds to opposing big men. I expect Jared Allen and Evan Mobley to actually come out there and look like, you know, they 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 want to they want to fight. They like they look soft on this road trip if you watch them play. They're giving up points in the paint. Um, you know, Trey Lyles went off the other day. Like, you can't have that, bro. Keegan Murray, like, hasn't been playing well. He comes back home and gives these boys everything that he, you know, everything that they want. Um, and then on the opposite side, you 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 do see a little little you know the hero ball. Donovan Mitchell having to bail these guys out. 
um you know and it's that tick for tack you know your turn my turn so of course they're still figuring it out it's early in the season but one thing that you can't control even when you're trying to figure it out is your effort on the defensive end and they played no defense in that game against the sacramento kings i watched that game from start to finish and you could just tell that you know they were never going to stop up step up and get a stop defensively i think they do tonight though um captain said warriors trying to figure it out figure out the rotation wiseman not playing like they uh, expected defensively yeah and that's a fact wiseman um, you know, he got, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, uh, he's playing bad, but Wiseman isn't playing to what I thought that he would play to, you know, he, this guy's still so young in the league. He got a lot of experience. He got to get, uh, Sosa said Mobley getting barbecued chicken on the perimeter. Uh, the whole positionless defense, uh, lies is <laughs> showing. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. But I think, uh, you know, I like the effort tonight, man, looking at the under, looking at the first quarter as well. And then I talked about that Denver game, uh, you know, looking at looking at Denver plus the points. I think it's a winnable game for Denver. Uh, Boston on the second uh, first game of a road trip. Um, Patrick said, I'm going to get out of here after this one. Patrick said, random question. How do you handle large slates? Uh, do you just pick two games uh, to watch in full? I find myself not really soaking up the info from games because I'm switching between eight. Yeah, I, I I just watch a couple at the same time too, Patrick. Then I typically go back and watch the other ones. Uh, you know, the iPad open, the TV on, uh, you know, watching one on my phone. Um, so so yeah, I'm you know shifting back and forth between them, uh, trying to watch about four at the same, you know, uh throughout the night, two early ones and two late ones. Uh, and then I go back and watch them, you know, after the after go back and watch the other ones, especially if I want to bet on one of the teams. Uh, you know, look at the look at the reports from the, the, the coaches as well, uh, watching the postgame interviews, all those type of things to get as much information as we possibly can before putting our bets in, man. So that's what I got for you guys today. Appreciate you guys for tapping in with me. If you can, like the show on Twitter, retweet it on Twitter as well. Hit the like button for me on YouTube. Uh, and uh, we'll be back today, you know, 515 Eastern time. Uh, and uh for the cash for um the NBA crispy capping show. So best of luck to you guys. It's a bounce back day after Dallas uh you know sold on us last night. But that's what I got for you guys, man. Best of luck. Tap back in with me later, 515 Eastern time for the NBA Crispy Capping Show. I'm out. <laughs>